A baby shark got morphed into love jihad and a message on a katwa meaning unity became a target of hate. The Tanishkat controversy has become much more than simply an advertisement facing backlash online. Instead, it's become a running commentary on intolerance. On 12th October, Twitter was flooded with hashtag boycott Tanishk tweets. Why? Well, simply because its new jewellery promotion showed a traditional Hindu baby shower in an interfaith marriage between a Hindu girl and a Muslim boy. And that cascaded into massive trolling on social media with some calling it quote-unquote anti-Hindu and others alleging that it promotes quote-unquote love jihad. From the cyberspace, the Rath also reportedly moved into a Tanishq showroom in Gujarat on 14th October where a mob allegedly roughed up the store manager and tried to display a poster carrying Tanishq's statement over its decision to withdraw the ad. Despite Tanish taking down the ad, the criticisms did not die down. After the ad was retracted, it was the supporters of the ad that criticised the company's actions, saying that Tanish caved to trolls' hate-mongering and did not stand up for the secular message that it put out in the ad in the first place. So what message does Tanish pulling down the ad send? More than advertising guidelines or consumers, do brands now need to be mindful of troll sentiments? And going forward, what does this incident mean for those in the industry? In this podcast, you'll hear from brand specialist Harish Bijur, Santosh Desai, a columnist who writes on media, popular culture and consumer markets, and Iraj Faraz Batla, the executive creative director of DDB Mudra. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Shalpuri. Within days of its release, the jewellery brand Tanishq withdrew its new advertisement saying that it was deeply saddened with the inadvertent stirring of emotions. It said, and I'm quoting its statement, quote, The idea behind the Ikatvam campaign is to celebrate the coming together of people from different walks of life, local communities and families during these challenging times and celebrate the beauty of oneness, end quote. So let's talk about the ad for a minute. What exactly did it show to trigger such a virulent backlash? The advertisement effectively shows a Muslim community preparing for a Godbharai or a traditional Hindu baby shower for the pregnant Hindu daughter-in-law. The daughter-in-law is escorted by her mother-in-law to the celebration and when she's pleasantly surprised by her in-laws performing a ceremony that isn't a part of their religion, her mother-in-law says, and this is a rough translation, quote, Isn't it a tradition for every home to keep their daughters happy? End quote. Essentially, amidst a widening split between the two religious communities, the core of this ad appears to be a message of Hindu-Muslim unity. So why was it accused of promoting love jihad? The term has been coined and frequently used by Hindu fringe extremist groups to refer to an alleged scheming by Muslim men to convert Hindu girls through marriages. And it's not limited to the fringe groups. Even certain lawmakers and BJP leaders have often used the term love jihad. This despite the fact that the MOS of the Ministry of Home Affairs, G. Kishan Reddy, clarifying in the parliament that there was nothing defined as quote-unquote love jihad under the current laws in the country and that quote, Article 25 of the Constitution provides for the freedom to profess, practice and propagate religion subject to public order, morality and health, end quote. So where is this trolling coming from? Whose feedback is it really? Is it the consumer preference that's showing up or are they fake trolls? 
Mr. Harish Bijur says that it's hard to make a distinction, but it's also equally important to be able to interpret who is behind such a feedback on social media. Uh, you know, when it comes to trolls, it's very difficult to, to uh, identify uh, who or what the troll is all about. Uh, I do believe we need a social media market intelligence system uh, which will help us uh, distinguish uh, fake trolls from real consumers. Uh, because the important thing to understand is that there is a real consumer out there and that real consumer is most likely the silent majority. And then there are trolls who could be the vocal minority. Uh, very simply, uh, we must appreciate that any piece of advertising uh, will elicit uh, two sets of feelings, one for and one against. Uh, for an advertiser, it's extremely important uh, to be able to distinguish where this feedback comes from. Uh, you know, the people who say that I do not like it, are they real people or are they bots? And if they are bots, it's extremely important uh, for the brand uh, to say that, hey, listen, uh, I think things are okay because real consumers are not objecting to it. Hmm. But as of today, there is just no way of making out the difference uh, between the two. Advertisements are not just about products. They've often proven to be a very effective mode of communication when it comes to shaping social consciousness. And this wouldn't be the first ad that depicted religious unity and faced attacks for its secularism. The Surf Excel detergent ad from 2019, if you remember, that was released before Holi and the Brookborn Red Label Tea ad from 2018 that was made around Ganesh Chaturthi had won everybody's hearts with similar messages of unity in plurality. Yet, quite like the Tanishka ad, both these ads on Hindu-Muslim unity faced massive trolling and online boycotts. But those who are supporting Tanishka are pointing out the difference in the company's responses to trolls. Unlike Tata Group, the parent company that owns Tanishka, Unilever, the parent company that owns both Surf Excel and Brookborn Red Label Tea, did not retract either of the ads. And as this controversy erupted, it became a matter of taking a stand. While the brand decided to pull down the ad, keeping quote-unquote the well-being of employees, partners and store staff in mind, it upset many of its supporters who criticised it for bowing down to the hate-mongering. Actress Swara Bhaskar said in a tweet, and I'm quoting her tweet, quote, sad lack of spine and conviction. Numerous women and men get their threats on social media on a daily basis. They stand up to it. Unfortunate that a large corporate conglomerate is unable to gather the courage and resources to withstand a few days of trolling. End quote. Veteran actress Sony Rastan said, and I'm quoting her tweet as well, quote, Dear Tanish Jewelry, change your advisors. A few trolls do not make a country. End quote. And other than the brand, former chairperson of Tata Sons, Ratan Tata has also come under attack for not speaking out or taking a firm stand on the issue. The company's action has come under scrutiny about the larger message that their action is sending. Trolls and even some news channels are constantly at work whipping up an intolerant political environment and people are asking for corporates to carry out their social responsibility in standing up to those who intend to stir up social tensions between different religious or communal groups. As Tanishk removed its ad, simultaneously we are also seeing some companies acknowledge their accountability. Recently, Palaji and Bajaj said that they would not advertise on news channels that quote-unquote broadcast toxic content and are accused of spreading hate. Mr. Rajiv Bajaj, MD of Bajaj Auto, told CNBC TV18, and I'm quoting his statement, quote, 
A strong brand is a foundation on which you build a strong business. At the end of the day, the purpose of a strong business is also to contribute to the society. Our brand has never associated with anything we feel is a source of toxicity in society. End quote. Now, although ASCII, which is the self-regulating ad body, forwarded its full support to Tanishq, saying that its ad doesn't violate any of the guidelines, the ad still remains retracted. So what kind of stand should Tanishq have taken? Santosh Desai, a columnist, talks about the kind of balance that companies should be mindful of. If the assessment of the brand or, or the organization is that uh, this could do you know significant or lasting damage to their business, uh, then uh, it's something that they take note of. Mm. In many cases, trolls are ignored. I mean, the truth of the matter is that, you know, uh, trolls tend to be very overwhelming in the immediate uh, sort of, of uh, time frame because they, 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 they sort of, they large numbers and there is a sense of something happening at that moment. But they also, it's also transient. So in a couple of days time, the new cycle changes and there is something else to be outraged about. But I think companies have to take a balanced view between between making an assessment of, of what the, damage is likely to be whether it is transient and and also above all i mean if they take a position and they believe in that because increasingly today ads are taking social positions if they take a social position they should do so with the awareness that they might attract uh, trolls and they must have thought through uh, mm-hmm. what their li- actions are likely to be before they uh, embark on on that course of action i think this is not the internet that existed a few years ago and i think there is much more fear there is much more pressure that that is exerted on on all forms of communication and and there is a certain dominant political narrative which which i think is muscular and assertive and which makes its presence felt and so whether it is cinema or whether it is advertising whether it is news uh, in all all forms of expression we see that there has been an impact uh, and and certainly because you know advertising has been treading into uh, social you know the area of social causes much more in the last few years and many more instances of advertising also facing this, uh, which is very hostile. But the most important thing to ask is, going forward, what does this incident mean for the industry? Are trolls going to be dictating over progressive messages? Adman Iraj Faraz Bartla weighs in. So today, I was in a client meeting and somehow the conversation came to this Tanishq ad. And we wondered whether we would have released one of the ads that we did in the past about this Hindu-Muslim unity. And we wondered whether we would have put it out uh, in times like today. And we weren't sure. Uh, And this ad, and it's directed by a friend and a classmate, Joita Patpatia, never looked one bit controversial to anyone in advertising. The advertising industry discussed it from the point of view of whether it's well-directed, it's a sweet moment, you know, lovely views of music. And now we and now we are wondering how this kind of a story has pressed some wrong buttons. So advertising, and for that matter, Bollywood, often mirrors the society. Sometimes it inspires and sometimes it even drives change. But this is a time to wonder whether Mintra or Fast Track would have spoken about LGBT acceptance today uh, or whether Tanishq would have done that ad of an elderly mother getting married or whether a movie like Amar Akbar Anthony would have released in today's India. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, Geo7 and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. 
For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts. 